Welcome to the What's Essential podcast. I'm Greg McEwen, and I've been thinking about you. Maybe you're walking on a beach, uh, maybe walking somewhere else, maybe on a run, uh, maybe you're tidying up and you are choosing to spend a, a few minutes today with me. Thank you. Thank you for investing in yourself, in what really matters. I've been thinking about some important questions. Have you ever felt like it's too late for you? Have you ever felt that life passed you by, that your dream is gone forever? Or maybe just too many awful things have happened to you, or maybe you've made too many mistakes along the way. Well, if you have, you're not alone. I relate to those things. By the end of this episode, you will have learned or relearned uh, something that can help you to hope again, to believe that your story isn't written yet, isn't finished yet. I want to start by just sharing a story of something that's happened to me that has brought this to my mind recently. The story begins 25 years ago, uh, half a generation ago, when I went to Cambridge University on a sixth form trip, a high school trip, really. And we spent not even a whole day there, but it was a special moment. The buildings are so beautiful, lawns of green grass, no one's allowed to walk on them. I think the professors can, but sometimes that changes between the different colleges. I mean, the university's 800 years old, and you can feel a certain kind of learning sacredness and almost educational temple-type experience. I remember being so touched by the experience that I collected a bit of gravel inside one of those old camera film, the little canister where you'd put the film and you always had one hanging around, and, and I put some gravel from the road into that, from the path. And I carried it with me because of a symbolism that this was, one day I'm going to study at Cambridge. And at that time, I'm sure I imagined that the goal was to do that as an undergraduate. But life has gone on uh, in such a different adventure. I mean, my mission took me to the United States. I married... Yeah, the wisest and best person I know, Anna. We've had these four marvelous children. They've become our best friends and, amazingly, each other's. A mission that's led me to write, to teach. It took me to Stanford, Essentialism, Effortless, this podcast. So I believed that the dream was long gone. But a little over a year ago, in the early hours while I was studying and thinking and trying to imagine, really, you know, who do you want to become? I had one of those Bing moments to explore Cambridge again. And what has followed have been a series of unforeseen events, epitomizing what I mean when I really am getting to the essence of, of, of the effortless path, is that door has opened after door, right introduction has led to the next right introduction. And believe me, that has not been the normal way of things for me. But it's a sort of sign, a sort of symbol when those things do happen. I learned of an utterly unique doctoral program. Uh, it's for people with over 20 years of experience and some demonstrated evidence of impact through those years. The first year they offered the program, 250 people applied. No one was accepted. That's like a because we're Cambridge, I suppose, kind of a moment. I made it through to the final interview, 
And one of the professors asked me, do you believe this research can change the world? And if so, how? And I loved that question so much because it signals the whole orientation of this program. That isn't always the kind of focus of the doctoral programs that I've looked at over the years. I'll share what I'm researching at another time, but what I want to say at this point is that I do believe the research I'm focused on can have a significant impact in the world. Hopefully at a socioeconomic level where you're working with leaders who are making decisions uh, that can impact the masses, but more than that, in how people live with each other at home, at work, and so on. Anyway, I, I'm having to show a lot of discipline not to get into the details of that now, but believe me, uh, you will hear more about it in the weeks and months to come. One reason I want to share it at this point is because it has ramifications for this podcast, um, non-trivial ones. Uh, in fact, the next episode of the What's Essential podcast will be the last episode of the What's Essential podcast because of this change. Now, that doesn't mean it's the last time you'll ever hear from me uh, right here, uh, the same place you're getting this podcast, you'll be able to access the new podcast, but it will have a new orientation, a new focus, a new structure, um, and, and, and lots and lots more to come. And now let's just take a moment for an ad break. This episode is sponsored by Shopify, selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. So whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point-of-sale system, whenever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. So sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, which is your AI-powered all-star. In my experience with every business that I have built, including this podcast, there are breakthrough moments, and those moments are often the result of finding the right partner. And I think that's a way to think about Shopify, because no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greg, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greg now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greg. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, back to our conversation. 
But the other reason for sharing it is because it's an illustration of an answer to the questions I posed at the beginning. Let's just go back to them. Have you ever felt like it's too late for you? Have you ever felt that life passed you by? That your dream is gone forever? Now, I'm not going to say that every dream that you have or I have is worthy of our pursuing now. Some of them are gone and they ought to be gone. Let them go. They're no longer the dreams that serve you. But there are others, deep goals, deep dreams, vision, that can still be manifest. They can still be brought together. If you have struggled with those kinds of questions before, what I would encourage you to do is to create a cadence of space to think, to connect with a vision for your life. The breakthrough that I'm describing happened as a result of a commitment to spend something in the range of 30 minutes a day over the period of six months, really focused on the ideal of who I want to be, not who I've been, not taking counsel from my weaknesses, from my many mistakes, to dream again, to believe again in something better, in another version, 2.0, 3.0 version of me. And of course, that's my invitation to you at this point. It didn't take a full six months for the glimpses to come for me. It was almost at the very beginning of it. And one guide point I would offer is that it wasn't so much that I was designing my mission in life in these power half an hour each morning. It was not designing, but detecting it. That, that takes a, a different kind of orientation. It is, I suppose, a more humble orientation. Not just, you know, I will do this thing. What do I want to achieve? But what is life calling forth from me? What is my highest contribution? The work I'm supposed to be going after. Now, let me come to the other questions that we discussed at the beginning. Have you ever felt like too many awful things have happened to you? Or the other side of that, that you've made too many mistakes along the way? And let me just come to that as directly as I can. Whatever has happened to you in life, right? Whatever hardship, whatever pain, however significant those things have been, they pale in comparison to the power you have to choose what to do now, to choose what to do next. Think of what you could do as you come alive in that simple principle. It's not over for you. Your story is not written yet because it's not over yet. I mean, in a sense, you and I don't even know what our story is. And the reason that's true is not because we can't look back and see how the story is unfolded, but because we don't know the next chapter. And the next chapter, as every great novel illustrates, can change it all. To use the Harry Potter example, we don't know if Snape is good or bad until almost the end of the seventh and final book. To use a different example from Crime and Punishment, Raskolnikov, the protagonist of that extraordinarily beautiful book, we don't know how it turns out for him until the final section of the final chapter. And then even a postscript was added later to clarify what really was the outcome and the result for him. I mean, literally a whole chapter was added later after the original was published. 
that's a good metaphor for us, that the next chapter can change it all, can change what the past even meant. I mean, we think that we know what our story is by looking backwards, but it's as it unfolds that even the past changes in its meaning. In fact, there's a, an interesting story when I think of crime and punishment. Uh, Dostoevsky, who, of course, wrote the book, the two years before he wrote that novel, he had had awful things happen to him, terrible things. And he'd made mistakes too among the awful things. His wife had died. His brother too had died. And the magazine that he and his brother had started, uh, Epoch, had collapsed under debt, and he was now therefore threatened with debtor's prison. And there's no bankruptcy solution at this point, it's just debtor's prison. And the only way he was able to get out of this was to get an advance for an unwritten novel that allowed him to leave, and his plan, such as it was, was to win enough at the roulette table to get him out of debt. That didn't work out for him. In fact, he lost all of his money. So now he is making mistakes, making tough situations even worse. He got to the point where he had to pawn his own clothes, beg friends for loans. In one of those begging letters, went to a magazine editor where he asked for another advance for another unwritten novel that he had pitched Crime and Punishment. That creation, crime and punishment, changed it all. The next chapter, not just in the book, but in his life, was this masterpiece. It was an extraordinary piece of work in all of world literature. It catapulted Dostoevsky to the forefront of all of the Russian writers uh, and, and into the ranks of the world's greatest novelists. So, no matter how tough life has been, no matter how many twists and turns you've experienced, and all of us have experienced them over the last few years, and all of us have experienced them in life, of course. We make mistakes. People make mistakes with us that hurt us, and sometimes terribly. Therefore, our dreams, our hopes feel that much further away. But just seriously, hear this. You don't have to be defined by your worst experience or by your greatest mistakes. As long as you have now, then you have that with which to start again. As long as you figure out the right next thing to do. I mean, that's what matters. Anna's been saying it to me recently. I was complaining to her about, oh, yes, I suddenly realized I should have been doing this differently over the last few years or doing that differently. I'm admitting the mistakes, but she just is quick to say, look, that doesn't matter. All that matters is what you do next. All that matters is what you do next. I wish you all had an Anna. I hope you do. I'm going to try and play that role for you right now. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what the past is. It matters what you do next. The word now comes from a Latin phrase, novos homo, which means a new man or man newly ennobled. And the spirit of that is clear that each new moment is a chance to start over, a chance to make a new choice. There are so many things that matter, yes. There are a few things, very few, that I would describe as essential. But among all of those things, it is at least plausible to me 
that what matters most is what happens next. But just think of the power of making a decision. In one moment, in this next moment, you say, I choose to do this differently. I decide to make a change. I promise to be better. From now on, I'll go a different path. In a single moment, you can make a choice to let go of emotional burdens. I forgive you. I mean, sometimes you need to forgive somebody you can't even say the words to. But you can still make the choice. I forgive you. When you try to look back at something that's happened, you can say, thank you for the experience. That's when we know growth has taken place. Thank you for the experience. Maybe that experience is the only way you could learn to become who you need to become next. It might well be the only path that could lead you to what you need to become. Maybe you can say a decision would be, I'm willing to accept that. Or you could use this now, this moment, uh, to make something right. Please forgive me. Let's start over. I won't give up on you. I love you. Or, especially if you feel life has passed you by, that your dream is gone forever, you can use this now, this moment, to make a different kind of decision. Let's set a new goal. Let's write a new chapter. That can change everything. And that's why what happens next matters most. Well, we've come to that time again, the end of this show. And if you found this episode valuable, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. The first five people to write a review of this episode will receive a signed copy of Effortless. So just send a photo of your review to info at gregmcewan.com. That's I-N-F-O at G-R-E-G-M-C-K-E-O-W-N.com. If you remember one thing from today's episode, of course, you know what it is, which is what happens next matters most. Another way to think of it is just to ask the question, what's the next right thing I can do? Tune in next week to hear what will literally be the last What's Essential podcast episode ever. <laughs> it's not the last time, as I've said, you'll hear from me. Uh, it's not the last time you'll hear from me through this channel, but it's certainly a milestone. It is a tipping point, non-trivial, change thereafter, and it will come with an invitation to go on a new adventure. I'll see you then for more details. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, 
and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.